What's going on, everybody? Hope you're all doing well out there. This is Nick and Anas coming at you with another episode of Geekable. Um, this is primarily we're going to be talking about, you know, the new Shang-Chi movie that hopefully you've all seen by now. It's an excellent movie. You know, we're going to be talking about our thoughts and obviously there will be spoilers involved. So you have yes. been warned. It's um, Shang-Chi weekend. So if you haven't seen the movie yet, what the heck are you doing listening to this? <laughs> I mean, we appreciate you listening, but like, come on, you're going to ruin the movie for yourself. Right, right. Um, but but yeah, I mean, all, all good stuff. You know, the Shang-Chi movie was great. We're going to dive into it. We're going to give you our thoughts, you know, some stuff. Um, you know, the future of Shang-Chi looks bright and we're going to oh, be yeah, discussing definitely. that. Um, but uh, but other than that, how, how have you been, Anas? How's everything going for you? I've been all right. Uh, yeah. You know, just diving into Marvel, really. We're getting a lot of content this, this yeah. time. We have the new What If. The last episode with Doctor Strange was phenomenal. So good. And now we have Shang-Chi. And I'm, I saw it opening night. I loved it. I'm going to go see it again, maybe in Monday. I'm just, I loved it so much. I think it's definitely up there as one of the strongest origin movies that we've gotten in the MCU so far. And I have a lot of thoughts about it. So yeah, first yeah. off, just let me know, how did you feel about the movie? Because I know you weren't so wild about Black Widow. Yeah, so I wasn't too wild about Black Widow. That's a fact. Um, but Shang-Chi was, and you said it best, it was a great origin story. And this is the formula that Marvel needs to follow for origin stories for me to be 100% invested in a mm -hmm. new character with an origin is that you know, you have the origin, but you tie it into current events. Yeah. And that's important. You can do all the flashbacks you want and get me, you know, build up the character. And that's great. I love to see that. But it's important for, for there to be a, 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 you know, an anchor that ties everything back to the present. Because yeah. for me to be invested, I've said on the show, you know, a million times, I need to, there need to be ramifications and consequences and plot that furthers the Marvel universe. And, Absolutely. Yeah. And I feel like this movie really pushed the Marvel universe in a whole new direction. Yeah. Like the third act alone introduced a whole new dimension yep. with like mythical creatures and their own. You know what? I need a spinoff, like a Disney Plus spinoff series based on the cities that uh, Shang's aunt mentioned that exist in this dimension. She said there's a, like a lot of cities with other people around that have cultures. I, I need a spinoff. I need more of that dimension. I need more of Talo, like so badly. Yeah, yeah, Talo. Yeah, yeah, that was really cool. Just when they came in and there was like Pokemon everywhere, I was like, yeah, this place is cool. <laughs> that yeah. was the first thing I thought. Is like, thought I, I mean, I, I'm familiar with some of the mythological creatures that exist in Asian culture, like the nine-tailed nine fox. Yes. That, yes. So that was like pretty cool to see. Yeah. And he did look like a Pokemon, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, he did, didn't he? I, I thought they all were like Pokemon. I was like, it was just something funny. I but, um, was like, in, in my mind, I was like, oh, this dimension does not exist. Like, it's all just a fantasy. Oh. Until I saw Trevor or the, the OG Mandarin with that faceless creature. I was like, what the heck is going on here right now? Like, what is yeah. going on on this day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was funny. He was a really great addition to the film. It was good to see him. Um, but, but yeah, overall, I would probably give it like a, honestly, like a 4.5 out of five. That's um, what I said as well. Yeah. yeah. You asked me about it. I said, I'd give it a 4.5 out, yep, 4 out of five. Probably my honest opinion of it. The reason it's not a five out of five is honestly, because I just thought it was a little, there was a little too much fluff before the third act with the final battle. I mean, here's the thing. Getting a five out of five is a very tough thing to do. Like, very tough. Very rare and few movies get a five out of five out of us. Yes. Yep. 
So yep. I wouldn't say this is up there with like Infinity War or Endgame, but it's definitely up there as one of the strongest origin movies for me. For sure, for sure. And if they if they keep this up with terms of origin movies, I mean, ever it's gonna be a hit. It's just gonna they're just gonna keep having hits. But um, I I think Eternals is gonna be a five out of five for me. I have such high expectations for that. Everyone movie. in the theater, everyone in the theater when that trailer came on, everyone was like, "Oh, look! Hey, hold on! Look at this! Like, look!" Yeah. I was like, "What? Like, there was buzz." And yeah, that yeah, exactly. Yeah, there was buzz, and that didn't really happen for the No Way Home. Everyone mm-hmm. was like, "Yeah, like, oh, oh, yeah," but it was like everyone was like, "Stop! Like, watch this," and I was yeah. like, "This movie's gonna be next Definitely. level." And if it wasn't happening in COVID times, I think that movie could easily make a billion flat, like, yeah, so easily. Oh, I agree. I agree. Um, the star power alone in Eternals is gonna like is enough to like generate a billion dollars. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that wholeheartedly, wholeheartedly. But um, you know, keeping it Shang Chi, um, I you know what I really loved was how like relatable uh, Simi Liu. I think that's how you pronounce his name. I think is that- it's. Timu Liu or Shimu. Okay. I forget how it's oh, pronounced. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'm trying also like with the pronunciation of Shang-Chi or Shang-Chi. They made a whole point out of how to pronounce right. it. But yeah. I'm going to follow the pronunciation that Wong used, which is Shang-Chi. Okay. Because yeah. when he was teaching Katie to pronounce it, he was saying his name was Shang-Chi with like yeah. a sit sound. And I don't think that's, I mean, personally, because I don't speak Chinese, it's very hard for me to come up with that sound on the on the fly. Right. So I'm just gonna stick with Shang Chi for now. Yeah, yeah, me too, me too. And I, I don't think there's a problem with that. I um, I, you know, I always love to like say it how it's actually pronounced, but I know, I of course, Shang Chi, Shang Chi, It's so hard. It's so hard. It's so because yeah. we're not. Yeah, we don't we don't speak Chinese. But um, but and just going off of that, having been to China before, and like em- embracing that culture like that movie was so china like it felt so and and even the subtitles i embraced mm-hmm. the subtitles i i, I love that i, I love that done... they used a lot of yep. chinese in the movie it felt yeah. authentic it didn't even like there was an in movie logic to why they would speak english which is what because katie doesn't have very strong chinese right right so i like, like that they did that i like yeah. that they did that because black it was like oh we're speaking that. english just because we we know english you know right. it was like there was an in-movie logic to why they're yes. spoke, speaking english because they're all chinese american and they all have very very good chinese yes that that was one of the points i was actually going to bring up that i had written down to come into the show was was the fact that they did that because black panther didn't do that right like they they can speak wakandan and they have a wakandan language but yes they, but it I was mean, just it's- also a fictional language so i think it was very hard to oh, good point. write a yeah. whole dialogue yeah, around good point. yeah 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 that you're absolutely right yeah you're absolutely right. but regardless i was happy with with the the culture that came along with the movie and it was so time for for china to to or just an asian character just in general asian, to come yeah along. asian representation yeah. We needed um, that. yeah definitely needed it um and i think simu is a great addition to the mcu i oh, definitely yeah. think the post credit scene he's being set up for like great things in the future yeah yeah yeah, uh, I agree. Since we brought up the post-credit scene, let's get into that. Yeah, that's big. And I, I, you know, I, I had heard, and I, I think I even said this previous episodes that like, I heard that like the, the, you know, when the movie first came out, that like the, the end credit scene was like people were like, you know, going crazy in the theater. And like, you said, yeah, I, I was, I was happy with the end credit scene. I was happy as sure. well. Yeah, yeah, I loved seeing Bruce. I loved seeing Carol. What do you think the beat, the signal is? Yes. Because okay. my first thought okay. was Shuma Gorath. Okay, because it's tied with 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 you know they don't know Obviously. the origin could be could be magic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's great. The other thing that I was gonna say was that 
just because it's a Shang-Chi movie and it's all Asian stuff they're, they're going with. I was thinking that, um, you know, Fin Fang Foom has had a shift. I think... And made... I think they kind of used Fing Fang Foom and turned him into like a, the, the Great Protector is kind of like an amalgamation of Fing Fang Foom and other. Okay. Characters. Okay. I could. So, okay. Maybe. Because yeah. when the movie was being hyped up and there was lots of spoilers going on around it, everyone wholeheartedly believed that the Great Protector is Fing Fang Foom. Yeah. I thought that I was in that boat. I was, I mean, yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't like calling it, but I was like, yeah, this is that could line up. That, yeah. You know, makes sense. So. Um, Maybe they won't go with another dragon trope or type. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. That's It'll true. be interesting because I feel like he's definitely going to have lots of connections with Doctor Strange oh, in the future. Yeah, I think so like, too. Wong was, was present in the film, you know? And the yeah. Post-credit. Yeah. So they did mention that these, you know, rings seem to be tens of thousands of years old. And the only thing I could think of is like something before, maybe it's cosmic, maybe it's yeah. mystical. Yeah. Maybe it's you know another dimension. Maybe it's from Talo. I don't know, but I'm yeah. interested to see where they're going to go with it next. And the fact that we're getting the Ten Rings back for the sequel, or maybe later on, is also interesting. Having the the, the group be led by his sister. Yes. Yeah. That was a great end credit scene. I really mm-hmm. like that. Um. And you know she needed to win the whole movie because another reason that I think the movie maybe could have been a, a smidge better was if they gave her a little more um, flesh out. Flesh out. I think yeah. she was due for a little more fleshing I out. I feel like they they had difficulty tackling fleshing her out and fleshing Katie out because she was also an important character for the film. Yeah. And they had to give her like time, you know, she would, she had to have her montage where she was like training with the bow and arrow mm-hmm. for her to have like that final big moment in the movie, which was important for her. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. I, I was honestly a little annoyed with her at first, slightly. And really? then she and then she grew on me by the end of the film. And I was like, yeah, I, I, I want to see her again. Her. I love Aquafina. I've been a fan for a very long time. Yeah. And like Aquafina is Nora from Queens is one of my favorite TV shows on television right now. <laughs> there was a bit of a controversy surrounding Aquafina recently around the premiere of Shang-Chi. Really? Because she came out and said that she would never do an Asian character, an Asian accent that would diminish her people or tokenize them. And so, which is a, you know, a good thing because nobody wants to, you know, to have like, an entire race of people or a culture to be summed down to like a funny accent, obviously. Okay. The, the thing is, she did kind of do a black scent before when she was doing Oceans 8, the reboot oh, kind of sequel really? thing. I didn't know she was she in that. Yeah. Yeah. She had like a like a very Queen's accent, which is how people were defending her and saying it's just a Queen's accent because she grew up in Queens, but it's not her usual voice. She was definitely putting on an accent. And some people found that to be problematic. I don't feel like I have a place to say whether or not it is or to defend her or, you know, to condemn her. It's not my place, but there was some outrage about, around the whole situation. And I thought it was, I, I, I feared that it might hurt the movie's performance. And she didn't come out with an apology. I'm a fan of Aquafina, so I was hoping she would address it and say something about it, but yeah. This is just something that I wanted to bring up and talk about because I, I thought it was interesting. Yeah. You know what? As far as like controversies go, I would say that's definitely on the lighter scale. Luckily, there, I, yeah. you know, there was a little more than that. Then you're talking crossing the line I mean, a little Timo bit. Timo had his own controversy as well. Like last year, around the time the movie got announced, he was cast in a movie with Mark Wahlberg, who is a big Hollywood actor, yeah. but who's also had a very, very racist past that has like, he has 
you know, charges against him and lawsuits. And he's he has like attacked Asian Americans before. I think he attacked a Vietnamese store owner or something mm-hmm. when he was like younger. And it was a whole thing. So people were like criticizing Simu for agreeing to be in a movie with a with a known racist. Right. And right. so he completely, you know, addressed that immediately. And he was like, I believe in change and I believe people can grow. And it's been like, you know, a decade right. since that incident happened, yeah. all that. Look at so, James Gunn too. You know, that's, I think that's yeah, another James example. Gunn bounced back. I mean, his tweets were horrendous. Like, yeah, absolutely. In my, in my opinion, they were horrendous, no, no. but I, I believe so too. They were yeah. absolutely testing. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it means a lot when, when people come out and address things. So I think, I, it's, you know, I think, you know, we, nobody is without flaw. Nobody not. is perfect. Right. You know, there is a certain um, like threshold to how messed up things can get. I felt like James Gunn's tweets were definitely up there, but like among the, some of the worst stuff that happened in terms of controversies. And I don't want to like keep having this spiel about controversy, but I just thought it was interesting. That is. But I'm going to use this opportunity to segue into something related to Shang-Chi, I told you before that I had like a whole rant. Yeah, yeah, I want to hear Something it. that kept coming to mind as I was watching Shang-Chi, and I talked about this with a bunch, with a couple of friends of mine, and they agreed as well, is that there are a lot of parallels between Shang-Chi's character arc and Carol Danvers. Okay. Do you okay. see that? Um, I really want you to elaborate on it, and then I'll okay. probably see it, because right so, now... In my opinion, and I'm just, you know, I'm, this is my personal opinion. Maybe you're free to disagree with me. Anyone listening yeah, yeah, yeah. disagree with me, yeah. but the way that I see it is Shang-Chi and Captain Marvel were both heavily focused on the past and having this kind of battle between nature versus nurture. And also Shang's character was very similar to Carol's in the way that he was the more serious type and stoic type of character, not the overly funny Spider-Man, Thor, Ragnarok type of character. So what I found interesting was that a lot of people praised Shang-Chi's seriousness in the movie and how he was like very stoic and strong and powerful and wasn't just like joking around. But when it came to Carol, she was heavily criticized for that. And I just thought it was interesting how there's a double standard between how we perceive male characters and female characters because we, I mean, not me personally, but people expect a certain female character, like female characters to behave a certain type of way or to be a certain type of way. And I feel like there's a lot of similarities between Carol and Shang-Chi's characters. And I just thought it was interesting how the reception was very, very different. Okay, that's, yeah. Uh, I was debating on maybe even bringing that up because there is a, a, a big kind of stereotype that, you know, Asian people don't necessarily, you know, they're more stoic. Mm-hmm. And I thought that Shang-Chi was very stoic in the movie, but they kind of added a lot more comedy to him, like him doing karaoke, you know, him saying, but oh yeah, I'll Venmo you. Even, like, you know, the first it, act, that was the first act. And, you know, Carol had some jokes and jabs there too. She wasn't all serious and no, you know, no, like she was no play, you know? Also an interesting parallel I thought was like, Carol gets called a Mary Sue a lot, which is a f- term that gets thrown yeah. around when like a female character gets super powerful. But nobody seemed to bat an eye at Shang-Chi receiving the rings at the third act in the movie and mastering them within literally seconds. Yeah, and he's disgustingly powerful now. Exactly. Like, Shang-Chi is like... And and do you remember the amount of hatred that Captain Marvel got because they were like, oh, she just took off that thing off her neck and now she was suddenly in in binary mode and she's flying around. They were calling her Mary Sue because of how fast she mastered her powers. 
but nobody gave no nobody nobody said a, a single thing about Shang Chi, you know, doing the same very exact the exact same thing really. Yeah, I think you're right. It was pretty much the same thing in that regard. Like I will just, agree with you. Show how like female characters are held to a different standard, in yep. my opinion. Yep. And no, I, Carol yeah. was like disliked by a mate, like a huge amount of the fan base. I'm so one of them. I, yeah, I'm I'm one of the not big fan of Carol Danvers. I'm mm-hmm. absolutely on that boat, and I think you're right. I do. Um, and like I could sit here and say like, oh yeah, well like you know Shang Chi, you know he's the mystic arts, like you know his mother's like. I could sit here and like try to do that, but honestly, you're pretty much right. The one thing that I will, yeah, seriously, you are. And and the one thing that I would pretty much say is that like, I, I felt like Captain Marvel was just a little bit forced, like down, like people like me who are on. I I don't get it. I, it wasn't that open feminist. It really was not. No, it wasn't. If you were to put in comparison in like a feminist scale, Captain Marvel versus uh, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman had a lot more, uh, like you know, lines regarding feminism that were very, very powerful and you know, oh yeah, very strong. Yeah, Captain Marvel did not do that at all. Cap- I'm not saying that like they were forcing the feminist thing. They were just they're they were, and I st- would stand by this till like the day no. I died. They were they were forcing they were forcing Carol Danvers as like this. They wanted us to like Carol Danvers. And I can give you like hardcore facts from Endgame. Just dialogue. All right. The first time we see her with Thor, Thor is like approval. I like this one. Right. Thor is approving. Like, I like this one. Yeah. Next thing you know, uh, you know, we, we have her saying like, okay, yeah, like I have, you know, that she's talking with Rocket in Endgame. Right. Mm-hmm. We're, now we're, you know, we're in Endgame. And Rocket's like, oh, you know, Carol's like, I have to defend all these planets, not just Earth. And Rocket's like, that's a very good point. Yeah, that's a very good point. How- and then she comes in and everyone's like, yeah, like Captain Marvel's here. Yeah, like, yeah, like, okay. It's, it was just like a lot of like just reinforcement, reinforcement, reinforcement. I, don't, I think something can be argued the exact same thing for Shang-Chi would like, oh, he met, he didn't even meet Wong. And Wong opened a portal, led him into the Sanctum Sanctorum introduce him to Bruce Banner and Captain Marvel within like seconds. So yeah. you know, you could go the same way. You could make that same, very same argument. Yeah. But what did Wong say though? That was like, like Rocket's like, yeah. Like Rocket's like, oh yeah. Yeah. She's got a point. Yeah. Thor's sitting there. Like, I like this one. Like, and it's just like, it was like very like. In a way that like they're being integrated into the universe. That's what I think those, that's the point behind those lines is they're trying to build very, very fast bonds between yes. characters in a three-hour movie where yeah. she had like a five-minute cameo, you know? They yeah. were trying to establish her as a player in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And the same way that they wanted to do the same thing with Shang-Chi, that's why they gave him that post-credit scene. Right. I mean, I was sitting in the theater of Endgame with people literally like laughing when like she got like smacked by Thanos. Like I, people you know, hate Captain Marvel. Like and they I don't, hate her. And I don't get that. I really don't get that. Yeah, I, I now that you're drawing comparisons to Shang-Chi, I do see what you're saying. I do see what you're saying. Um, the only thing, like, maybe let me know what you think about this, but like, Shang-Chi was more like he was a little more funny, like, he was doing karaoke, he was like saying stuff, he was relatable in the sense to me, like, oh, yeah, I'll Venmo you for drinks, like, all these little things. And I'm like, okay, now I see myself in this character, I see like I can, I can relate to a personal level with Captain Marvel. What did she, she didn't really crack a joke the whole movie. She didn't, she, she wasn't like a. With Nick Fury. 
I, I loved her moments when she was talking with Maria. There was like a lot of heartfelt moments that I thought were very genuine and real and her like rediscovering her past. I thought the movie had a lot of good strong points to it. It's not perfect by any means of the measure. I will be the first one to say that. Captain Marvel was not that well written. It could have been way better, but I don't yeah. think it was. It deserves all the hatred that it gets. I think Captain Marvel two is also gonna like. They have a new director. I think Absolutely. it's gonna. I think it's gonna be different. And I think Kevin Feige like realizes this. I mean, he said two months later, like, oh yeah, Wanda's now the most powerful person in the Marvel universe. It was he went. I think he backtracked. I really do. I mean, like two months had gone by, and he was like, yeah, like Captain Marvel is gonna be the the big you know the biggest character we have like this, and it just all kind of crumbled um and we'll see what I, i'm very curious to see captain marvel 2 when that comes out or the Me marvels too. is what it's being think... called now moving on moving on from that um as far as like you know having captain marvel at the end credit scene as well i think that you know we have bruce banner there he's looking at it through his perspective captain marvel's looking at it through hers yeah that with science magic me... and cosmic yeah which i which i really liked because now it's a big world now and just yeah. like looking at that in credit scene you really can see but as far as what it's a beacon for I, you know what i thought it was i thought it was a heartbeat at first the rings oh. i thought it was a because the rings are alive if yeah. you read iron man by kieran gillen the mm -hmm. rings are alive so i was like oh it's a heartbeat cool they're going with the kieran gillen run like that's that's pretty cool and then it was a beacon and i was like we'll see what happens but that could be something answered a movie from now or 10 years from now when the next end game comes who the yeah. heck knows but um but overall um you know i really liked how how you know the fight scenes were just so good they were so well they were so good like the I bus love, scene i love the oh references my. to like you know the asian action movies with like ninja movies like crouching yeah, tiger and all of that i love those references and michelle Yu is one of my favorite actresses I love her in Star Trek. I love her. And I'm happy to have her in Marvel Universe now. And yeah. I think she should come back for like a bigger role in the sequel, hopefully, because she she's one of my favorite people like in the, in the industry. That's cool. And I thought the way that her magic works and the way that her powers work were very, very interesting with the way that she channels wind. And I thought that was a very nice touch. Yeah, I thought it was. It what was, you it think was of the villain. The villain of the father. Um, yeah. I I love the love story thing. I really like, and then he turned dark with the yeah. death of the mother and we find out how the mother died. And I was like, okay, like, yeah, okay. I, I thought I, he was definitely one of the more compelling villains in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He was really yeah, fleshed yeah. out compared to people who are like, I don't know, Yellow yeah, Jacket. Red Skull. Yeah, 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 yeah. The list goes on, unfortunately, yeah. for Marvel origin story villains. And I would say he's probably like close to the top. I would list. say so too. I say some of my favorite villains of like, you know, the, that we've only seen once, he would be up there and so mm -hmm. would Ghost from Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah, you love Ghost. You've always been vouching for Ghost. I, I like that. Yeah, I like yeah. I, And I think she has a lot more to come, um, especially like Emil Blonsky with, with the Abomination uh, stuff. I wanted to, yeah, I wanted to mention that. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. Mutated. Abomination looks different. 100% mutated. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and, and he's been experimenting on himself since the Incredible Hulk because he's grown he's grown like ears and he just looks very different now and scales and scales. Yeah. Yeah. So do you think he's been experimenting on himself or do you think it's a mutation? Do you think they're gonna be going in that direction? I was about to say secondary mutation. I, yeah, I'm gonna go with secondary mutation. Uh, as far as experimenting, I doubt it because he, we don't, we never really saw him as like a, a brainiac sort of person. True, you know, but scientist. he could be working with the leader. 
It's been ten. It's been over ten years. Anything, yeah. anything is. And we know possible. that the leader did. You know, there was teased in the Incredible Hulk, but that just never went anywhere. Yeah, and and I can't wait to see him in Thunderbolts, and we're gonna leave it at that. I'm. I can't wait to see him in <laughs> She-Hulk because he's definitely gonna be in She-Hulk. He's ca- he's cast. Yeah, yeah his actor is. Ca- it's not. Yeah, he's going yeah. in that, um, which is super exciting. And that movie just uh, wrapped production. Actually, Here that movie just. Yeah. Um, they were, they were giving out merchandise for it for the, for the final day of shooting and stuff. So that movie's, I'm sorry, the show is pretty much, I mean, post-production now at this point, which is, yeah, all coming along. Uh, and he, that, that's the next time we see him and it's, it's going to be a shock to see him from going from the Hulk, from Shang-Chi with Wong to, yeah the probably the courtroom or whatever it's going to happen anything's unpredictable with she hulk so one thing i also wanted to discuss was that the spoilers were so so wrong about this movie and i they keep <laughs> those leakers keep validating me by getting shit that are wrong and they keep throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks in it they never freaking they that's exactly what they do well said that's exactly the movie has been okay so the leaks for the past two years have always been circled around that the 10 rings it's going to be a comp test of like a Mortal Kombat championship battle tournament kind of arena thing. And then each person is going to be imbued with a ring and they're all going to fight. And a person who wins all the fights receives the 10 rings. That was the leaked plot of the movie. And I'm so, so glad that they were very, very wrong. (laughs) We do not approve of that kind of thing on this show. So that is a win. That is a win for Geekable. And that is another, that is Leakable another loss. Leaker zero. Yeah, another loss for Leaker. That's a very good point, though, too, because people were, that this movie was, like, heavily leaked. Of course, yeah. we now know that they're wrong. But this movie was, you know. Nobody predicted Talo. Nobody predicted another dimension. No. Nobody even said a single thing. Even when, you know, the dragon was rumored and it was like, everyone was saying, oh, it's Fing Fang Foom. He's going to be the villain yeah. of them. Nobody predicted it. Even when the Funko Pops were coming out, and the dragon's, you know, name came up as the great protector. They're like, oh, they're just saying that for marketing, but it's really think thank foom. Yep. Nope, you're wrong, liars. <laughs> and the marketing usually doesn't lie either. Like usually when the marketing says something, they're not like covering it up. So that you can yeah. pretty much like, you know, it's, yeah. People just, yeah, exactly. Like people just try to force it. But, but, um, but yeah, uh, I, I really liked it. The one thing that I actually didn't like about the movie too, just a little a little segment was when uh, the ninja was like face-to-face with Aquafina and she started singing. My whole theater was like- I, lo- I laughed My whole so theater was like, what? <laughs> no one laughed. I didn't laugh. I was like, ah, they, they ruined like the intensity of the moment with like that Marvel dumb- that, though. I mean, come on. Guardians of the Galaxy is full of such moments. I know, but they're, they're all like assholes. That's off. why it's funny. I know, I know, but they're like assholes. That's why it's <laughs> funny. But like Aquafina, Aquafina is not an asshole in the movie. Like she's actually a great aspect of it. So I was like, and then I was like, ah, all right. But <laughs> it's a Marvel movie. It's a Marvel movie. Um, I'd rather have more of that than less of it. Um, yeah. You know, and I feel so. like they, you know, they really need a strong comedic character because they gave Shung such a, like a stoic kind of they you know, did. direction. Yeah. They yeah. needed to fill those gaps with like comedic moments. And that's yeah. what Aquafina was there for, for like the majority of the movie, because usually those supporting characters don't stick around very long, you know? Right. And yeah. And I thought his acting really shined when he was with his father and they were just like throwing heat at each other, like dissing yeah. each other. Like, would she even want to see you at this point anymore, dad? Like, would you yeah. like them in? And he's like, you let, you know, you did this. You just let your mom, you watched her die. And like, as the, as that moment progresses, their voices raise. Yeah. And it was very beautifully done and very well acted because Shang-Chi starts with talking like this. And then he's just talking like, and he's like getting yeah. into it. And I was like, 
that's great acting. That's what I like to I see. I personally love the monologue he gave where he was like contemplating whether or not he wants to kill his dad. I thought that was a very interesting yeah. direction to take a heroic character because heroes don't, you know, more the heroes don't kill in the Marvel universe. Like they're, we don't, we don't right. they're not people who are going to go out on vengeance and, you know, murder, straight up murder people. So him having that moment where he was like, I'm going to kill him. I was like, oh, like that's, that's an interesting direction to take it's, his character. Yeah. Especially when we find out that he did actually murder that guy. And then, and then, you know, oh he, he murdered the guy who like killed his, remember he like yes. lied at first. Yes. I was like, wow. So, I mean, this, this, this dude is an assassin and furthermore, he's got like the rings. Like he's like, you know, just let's talk about the rings. Extremely powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about them. Yeah. The rings have changed from the comics. They oh, are drastically in the comics. Now they're bracelets. First of yeah, all. Yeah. And they're not elements either. Like before you had exactly. like air, water, you know, like all those yeah. electricity. Da, 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 yeah. This is the first change. That's, you know, it's a big change from, from the Marvel comics. And I feel like it's an interesting direction to take the movie in because it's also been rumored that Ms. Marvel's powers are going to be changed for the MCU as well. It's been How do you feel about that? She, I'm not a fan. I love her stretchy powers. And I was looking forward to hearing her say her catchphrase and like saying Embiggen and stuff. And now the fact that her powers are going to be, well, not it's a fact, but it's like heavily rumored. And yeah. there's even like some concept art that, that proves it, that her powers are going to be like creating purple constructs of energy. I don't know how I feel about that. It's a big shift. It's a big change from the comics. And I feel like the rings were kind of like also doing the same, but I don't know whether or not how I feel about the rings being integrated into Shang-Chi's character because in the comics, he doesn't have that like a superpower. In the comics, he has like that uh, cloning thing that he does where he creates illusions. Yeah, does he even still have that? I know. Not anymore. He doesn't I use don't that. think so. Okay. Yeah. yeah I was going to say. So I think, yeah. it's, it, they really buffed him up. They, like They made him really powerful in the movie. So I don't know how I feel about that, honestly. I, I yeah. was looking having more of a street level grounded kind of character who could That's potentially meet up with you know daredevil or moon knight in the future but now they put him up they set him up up there he's like an avenger level hero now 100 percent avengers level and just going back to the whole miss marvel thing and the shang chi changing the rings around i didn't care about the rings being changed because that's not a if it if it ain't broke don't fix it thing changing taskmaster yeah that's 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 something you don't touch and they they changed it and it didn't work the miss marvel thing if that goes through we don't know if it is we, we we're just speculating at this point if that goes through that's another thing where it's like you didn't need to change that yeah the really, rings i don't really i don't really give a crap about like I, you know it would have been cool i think to have seen the aspect of like okay he can he has the elements that's kind of cool but whatever i you know what just if it if they want to run with a different direction with it i'm cool with that but and a lot of people have been saying like oh, the reason that they're changing Miss Marvel's powers is because doing the stretchy thing is going to be too similar to who Reed Richards was coming out in the Fantastic Four soon. I heard that. And yeah. I'm like, but there's room for more than one stretchy character. You know, if there's room for, I don't know, you know, more than one energy projecting character like Captain right. Marvel. Right. Yeah. Right. Of course, on. like stretchiness maybe just just is is more of like also, a identifiable power yes, but ms marvel's powers function very differently to mr fantastics you and i know that and and i think they could just i think they could make that work if they really wanted to because she embiggens she doesn't really he like he can change her entire shape right right shape shift because what she does is she borrows molecules from her future and past selves to change her appearance to change her size she can make herself super freaking tiny she can be like ant-man level sized 
and she can be giant man sized. So it, right. I think it's a very different power set than Mr. Fantastic's. Yeah, because very Fantastic, different. As much as he can stretch, he has a limit to his stretchiness. Yes, he does. And we've know? seen that so he, many times. Right. Exactly. Right. He so, cannot, like, if he's going to, like, let's say, make a big fist, he has to direct his size into that into those fists because he can't just inflate himself. That's what I'm saying. Yes. And Ms. Marvel yes. can. Yeah, I agree. We'll, you know, we'll see what happens. It sounds like they're still keeping her an inhuman, which yeah. even further makes it even more like, what are you, why are you changing stuff around? But that's a conversation for when we actually know what the frick is going for going on. Again, this is just speculation, but, but it's definitely worth noting. It's, it fits into yeah. what we're talking about here, but you know, for our Shang-Chi review episode, we really went on a tangent. We did. <laughs> we did. Other stuff. <laughs> Will it be edited? Who knows? But, um, but just, just to, one of the things to leave it off with, where do you see Shang-Chi appearing next? I'm just curious to hear what, what um, movie or franchise you think he'll, um, he'll come into. I don't know if he's going to pop up in like a street level type of way, because as I said, he's more of an Avengers level type right now. So maybe we won't see him around till a sequel. Maybe we'll see him because we don't, we're not getting an Avengers movie anytime soon. So I don't know where he's going to pop up next. He could pop up anywhere, but I don't think there's room for him in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. I don't either. That movie is packed. I know. We talk about No Way Home being packed. Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness, that movie is packed, but I have full faith in that movie. Um, But um, but yeah, as far as him... Don't fail us. I know, Sam Raimi, please. Please. Um, And Kevin Feige. But um, ultimately, I could see probably Shang-Chi appearing in... Man, I don't know. I, I hope not like too long because i really enjoyed his his character but i, I really don't know honestly um i would love uh, like a sequel sh- you know shang chi movie to since they you know introduced talo and like a whole new dimension mm. please give us kamartage you Remind know me what that is you know iron fist's secret hidden village in the himalayas yeah oh oh um yes yes and that's when the plot details leaked i thought seven capital cities of heaven because that's the, I, the famous story. Okay, okay. Yeah. Matt Fraction was given a special thanks in the- Yo, end. I saw that. I saw, or was it Matt Fraction or was it Rick Remender? It was Matt Fraction. Okay. Because and I'm like, that, why are they thinking Matt Fraction? Is it the seven, you know? That is why you're my co-host. That is why. <laughs> yep. I, my mind went right there too. I was like, okay, that, come on. Come on. I, and then I was like, oh, wait, is the second, you know, maybe the second- uh, uh, the second post credit scene, maybe that's going to be like, yeah. a, like a meant because when the, again, like we said, when the, when the, when the, the leaks were coming out, I was like, okay, they're going for a cap seven capital cities of heaven. One of them is going to be Kunlun. We're going to see iron fist or Kunlun, a iron yeah. fist. Like, what did I say? Kamartaj? My bad. <laughs> yeah, no, that's okay. I, yeah, no, I knew what you meant, but, but, um, or I didn't, but now I, yeah. So I couldn't learn. I don't, we'll see what happens. I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. It would make, it would have been, I, if there was two things that they could have added for like wild moments, it would have been one to mention like Kunlun or an iron fist or something Yeah. Two to mention the hand, mm-hmm. but I'm glad they didn't because that would, that would confirm like daredevil and Fisk and the way they're going to like bring in Fisk, I think in like just my speculation, like Hawkeye. And then a few weeks later in no way home, I think that's going to be like how you introduce daredevil and some of the best like characters and, well, I mean, Char- you know, Charlie Cox did just come out and say that is not my forearm in the trailer. So. I know. I saw that. I was like, oh, and it probably isn't. But I kind of think he's probably going to be in it, maybe in She-Hulk. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what we'll happens. See. But that's that's we'll save that for another day. But 
ultimately Shang-Chi, if you haven't seen it, I would strongly recommend you see it hundred percent. I mean, and I'm not saying that from the Marvel fan that I am, I'm saying it, that it was actually just genuinely a a very good movie. And I think you'd leave the theater very content. And, um, and, and if you don't want to wait, you know, the 40, there's, there's 45 days in theater and then it's going to Disney plus. So that's not a long wait if you just want to tough it out until October, but ultimately it's worth your time. Yeah, I would, also I would safety say. first. So if you're living in a place where there's a lot of COVID cases and it's still not entirely safe to go to the theaters, it's fine. You know, yeah. you're not going to get spoilers. Just yeah. wait it out. Safety first and, you know, your health matters. Definitely. Definitely. Um, but yeah, with, with all that said, um, Shang-Chi, go see it. I wish I could sit here and recommend you comics, but I really am not the, the most knowledgeable on Shang-Chi comics. I've just read I him in have some... Been trying to grow more into Shang-Chi comics I've been reading the stuff that's coming out recent like mm. recently the new volumes and I don't find them to be that enjoyable to be yeah, honest I, I I had to cut it and I never cut series but I was just like no. I just it's can't. not that good to be honest and yeah. the whole five weapon society it's not a good direction to take Shang-Chi in in my opinion I think they could focus on different aspects of his character definitely uh, yeah yeah but but try it who knows who knows? It's not a lot to read. He doesn't have a yeah, huge mythos books, out there. Different books, obviously, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. But everyone, thank you so much for tuning in for another episode of Geekable. This was our Shang-Chi review. We hope you enjoyed it. Um, if you did, please let us know in the comments on our Instagram at geekable underscore podcast or DM us. Um, you know, we'd love to hear your thoughts on the movie. Um, and, and, you know, hopefully you liked it, what you didn't like, all that good stuff. Um, do you see the parallels that I mentioned with Captain Marvel? If so... Let me know. (laughs) That's a big thing. Let us know that. Um, But thank you to anyone who is new to the show. And thank you to our loyal listener base. We appreciate you all. And we are growing and it's, it's amazing. And we, we really do appreciate you. We really, you know, it's been mind blowing today is well, now it's the officially the 5th of September where I'm at. And that marks four months of geek. Wow. We launched four months ago and the amount of, progress and amount of you know growth that we've had over these past four months is insane we're so appreciative we're humbled by your you know support uh we are now uh, according to listen notes one of the top five in the top five percent of podcasts in the world which is insane to me it's crazy that's crazy that's just that's crazy so you know that left that tells us we're doing something right and we want to keep doing more of the same so and bigger and better things we have so much in store for you. We have we so much good stuff coming up. You, hopefully it's all good. You're going to be surpri- pleasantly surprised. And yeah, we're just really happy. Yes, very happy. So thank you all. Please follow us on geekable underscore podcast on Instagram if you have not. And we'll see you next week for another episode. Anas, thanks for being here. Talk to you later. Always.